Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to week number 17 here on the Pick and Pickskin Winter Podcast on Aaron Torres Media. Thank you so much for joining in with us again this week as we look at all these games, even though we got all the COVID protocols and we got everything we like to deal with, but we like to get these games out here early and often so that we can have stuff to think about so we can look at these games not necessarily from maybe an injury standpoint or anything, but just what it would be like stacked up regularly. Of course, there is a lot of news that we'll have to go over as the uh, night goes on and the evening goes on as we cover these games. But this week, I, I, I wanted to bring on somebody who I consider a friend from Twitter. He may not consider me a friend because I, I just like sabotage things that he does all the time and everything. But he is Rob Norton, and he is the daddy of the Baby Bowl that is a, a charity event that goes on over there on Twitter, uh, on my fantasy league as well, where half the money goes into a charity pot, and then the other half goes into the prize pool, which is a really interesting format to me, and it's an elimination tournament. And Rob, we're wrapping up the season over there on the Baby Bowl right now, but we're about to start up the Baby Bowl, uh, What 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 is it, the playoff edition? Yeah, the playoff edition. Um, we did it last year, and and uh, it was a big hit. So, you know, it's back again. Yeah, it is. And you can follow Rob Norton at Norton0723 over there on Twitter. And it's his pinned tweet over there to be able to figure out ways to be able to join the Baby Bowl. And, Rob, I, I haven't joined yet. I, I You know how I am. You're going to end up sending me a reminder at the last minute, and then we're going to struggle. Because, personally, I don't know that I trust things online, to be able to purchase things on online. You know, you know, that's how I am. I got that conspiracy mindset where I'm always wondering, whoa, who's watching me and all those things. I don't, I, I don't know. PayPal sounds really strange to me. Like, you know, PayPal, that sounds really strange. I feel like I'm going to end up being a sugar daddy to about 40 women in different countries. <laughs> and I just don't, I don't, I don't like the way that sounds. Hey, you know, you, I guess uh, you can always say better safe than sorry. So I, I don't blame you, but <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's I, I understand it for sure, but yeah, it's a uh, PayPal, Venmo, all those, all those uh, Cash App, they, uh, you know, they're all out there to get your money. <laughs> <laughs> it makes things easy, and you always make it easy, mm-hmm. and, and you walk me through that stuff. So really, there's no fears in that, and it's pretty simple. I think I did it this year without any help from you whatsoever. But Baby Bowl uh, Playoff Edition is really, really fun, and I can't wait to get into the baby to the playoffs here, even on Pick and Pick Skin Winners, because it's really fun. I, that's, that's one of the most enjoyable times of the year for me. I think Wild Card Weekend is probably my favorite weekend of football altogether because – it, it really takes a lot of good teams and gets rid get 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 rid of them. And the great teams are there in the playoffs. And I really love the the first weekend there of, of playoff football. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because I feel basically the same exact way. You know, you got basically every almost every game kind of lines up to be a good game. You got a lot of good players. Um, you know, and especially now with the new format with only one team getting getting a bye, you have basically. Oh, yeah all the best teams except for one on each side. So, you know, there's there should be a lot of good games. And plus, I believe they're generally Saturday and Sunday unless they changed it this year. But um, usually, you know, you got multiple games Saturday, multiple games Sunday. And uh, it's it's definitely a fun time. I'll have to double check it. But I actually think there's a Monday night game this year okay. in the playoffs. I, I really do. I think there is. I could, I'll have to double check that, you know, you know, I could get my, uh, I, that may have been a dream. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was just <laughs> a dream of mine. But Rob, uh, I can't wait to, for the play, baby bowl playoff edition. Got some big hitters in there too. Heath Cummings in there. Bo McBig time is in there. Uh, Coop D fiasco is in there. Lots of, lots of people, Kevin Tompkins, JB Barry. I just, I, the list goes on and on. So it's really a fun event and I can't wait to participate in it. Maybe I can get Aaron Torres over there in it. That'd be really good. 
good. The boss is really busy over here on Aaron Torres Media. He's always writing articles. He's got the podcast that he does. He's always trying to simulate different people uh, coming in there and assimilate those people into writing articles, into putting being on his podcast. And he does a really good job with that stuff. And uh, college basketball is right now front and center in his mind, I believe. Don't forget to subscribe over there to his podcast and also our sister podcast, J.B. Barry's DFS Flash. That's always a good podcast to listen to. 15, 20 minutes of really good DFS uh, talk here on DraftKings. And, and Rob, I don't know if you know this or not, but DraftKings Sportsbook is a partner with Aaron Torres Media right now. And with football season and the playoffs really heating up and college bowl season heating up and college basketball heating up, DraftKings Sportsbook has an incredible offer for first-time users. First-time users, now listen to this. This is a new offer, everybody, so listen to this one. First-time users can make a $5 money line bet on any team, pro or college, and if that team wins, you win an automatic $200 in free bets via our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook. And also, thank you to Aaron Torres for working on that deal. That's right, $5 money line bet, and if it hits, you win $200 in free cash. All you got to do is click the link in our podcast show description and sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook and make your first deposit. Make a $5 bet on any team and if your team scores uh if your if your team wins on that money line, you get an automatic $200 thanks to our friends over there at DraftKings. It's the best offer going in sports betting, so act now. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800 Gambler. All right, Rob, let's get into these games. Let's try to find those winners for these people because that is a great offer. Five equals 200 bucks to be able to spend on DraftKings Sportsbook. That's a great and incredible offer. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I wish I could get out on it. That's uh, That's an awesome, awesome, awesome offer. I, I would tell anyone to take advantage of that. It will be coming soon to an area near you, Rob. I know you're in like Ohio or something. I think <laughs> yeah. they're working on it over there in Ohio. Maybe they'll work they it down, down here in Alabama too. If not, I'm just going to have to keep going to Jim Bob Cooter's house or something. I don't know. What All right. <laughs> I don't hey, blame you. Uh, <laughs> let's look at this one. The very first game on our list are the Las Vegas Raiders against the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz is in COVID protocol. I don't know what that means for the rest of the team right now, but this game total started out at 49 and a half, so it's dropped all the way down to 44 and a half. It's lying opened up where Indianapolis was favored by six. Now Indianapolis is favored by six and a half by our partners over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. It, it really, it's it's a little bit tough to tell. I don't know if he's going to be able to get out of protocols or not. They're changing those protocols uh, up nowadays where you only have to be in it five days. I don't know if that's vaccinated or unvaccinated. It's really kind of confusing. So, of course, this caveat is always put out there for all of our listeners here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners. Keep abreast of the news and the situations that are going on each and every day. We do this podcast on Wednesday just to try and get all the news and information out there the best we possibly can. I look at this and I see the Indianapolis Colts running the ball all day long against the Raiders, Rob. I know you're a big-time guy in the DFS and everything like that, and the Raiders are not good at stopping the run, and Jonathan Taylor is really good at running the football, so if Carson Wentz <laughs> isn't there, I really like the under in this at 44-and-a-half, and I'll take the Indianapolis Colts either way because Carson Wentz doesn't play defense, and Jonathan Taylor plays offense really well. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm sort of with you there. I'm 50-50 on you. I uh, I definitely like the under if Carson Wentz doesn't play. And like you said, I think they're going to run it. And, you know, the more, it, the more they run, the more time gets taken off the clock, less chances to score. So I like the under, but I actually do like taking the uh, the Raiders with the points 
if uh, Wentz doesn't play. Just, just usually QBs swing that line a lot, so I'm surprised that you know it hasn't really dipped too much, unless they're they're kind of thinking he's going to test out and play. But yeah, if if he doesn't play, I'll, I'll take the Raiders and the points. I like that. I like. I just like how the Colts' defense is playing right now. And mm-hmm. uh, Waller's out. I think he's in uh, pr- protocol as well. And so I don't know. I, it, we're going to have to wait and see on this one. I wish we knew the situation, the status of Carson Wentz. That'd make it a lot easier. And the New York Giants play my Chicago Bears in Chicago this week. <laughs> the game total started out at 42. It's dropped down to 37. I believe Justin Fields is going to end up being quarterback for the team. Uh, I know. I know. It's a. This is a revenge game for Mike. Lennon against my Bears because he used to play quarterback for the Bears, which were really good years for the Bears. Uh, Chicago was favored at two points at the start of the week. Now they're favored by six. I think that news of Justin Fields kind of scares the Giants into this uh, uh, giving up more points this time. I'm going to take the Bears at home. I think this is uh, easy pickings right here. I can't take the under, though. It's 37 points. 37 points for an NFL game, Rob. Yeah, I uh, align with you right there, even though, I mean, part of me, how can you not love a Mike Glennon revenge narrative? I mean, <laughs> Mike Glennon revenge narrative. But anyway, you know, I I, I do uh, think Justin Fields is going to play. I think that's part of why that, that line's moved a bit to uh, six, but I, I'm still going to take the Bears and I would I would take the over. You would take the over on. I don't blame you for taking the over. The only thing I don't like about the over, though, or the under really uh, I haven't I haven't seen the Giants score any points lately. It's it's just that, that team has quit. The team that does, doesn't play, and I don't think Justin Fields could play over thirty seven. And and I know Mike Glennon can see over the top of any competition with the way he's able to look. That uh, never mind. That's a bad joke. Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa Bay traveling up to New York. Up to New York. This game total started out at forty seven. It's dropped down to forty five. Tampa Bay was favored by eight and a half. Now the now Tampa Bay is favored by 12 and a half points traveling on the road. I know Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski are the father and the uncle of the New York Jets. But I still think that that 12 and a half is way too high. The, the Jets are playing tough. New York is playing tough. Tampa doesn't have all of its weapons. Mike Evans might come back, but he's still going to be struggling with that hamstring. I think Tampa Bay even has a couple of people in their secondary that are are on in the protocol situation right now. I'll, I'll take the Jets at home on this one. I don't know why, except for that twelve and a half. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one for me. Um, I never love taking the Jets, but that thirteen is a lot. And like you said, Tampa's banged up. So if I was forced to take it. I would take the Jets probably with the points. Um, now, in terms of the over/under, I think I like the over just because I think that the the I still think Tom Brady is going to be able to move the ball at will against this Jets defense. They're they're one of the worst defenses in the league. They're one of the worst run defenses. So I think Ronald Jones is going to have a great day. I think he's a a great you know DraftKings play as well. And then plus through the air, they're one of the most inefficient defenses as well. So Antonio Brown. I mean, he looks like one of the best values on DraftKings this week. He, he's still pretty cheap, and without Evans, with likely without Evans, and with, definitely without Godwin, um, he could get fed again. So, plus the the Tampa defense, they're good against the run, but you know they're you know more leaky against the pass. So that makes me think that the Jets are going to have to pass more often, which. You know, as we talked about in the first game, the more you pass, the more likely it is to to score points um, faster. So I'll, t- I'll take the over probably. 
And just for everybody's uh, looking looking for that $5, $200 thing from uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, that new deal that we have, 99% of the public is on the money line for the Buccaneers in this game. So this might be a really good line. I, I would normally say run away from where the public is all going, but not in this case. I think the, I think the Buc- <laughs> I think Tampa Bay is going to end up winning this game pretty handedly, but not 12 and a half. 12, 12, I, 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 no, not 12 and a half. <laughs> All right, let's look at this next one. I love what you said there about Antonio. I think he's 6,100. Ronald Jones is 6,300 yeah. on DraftKings. So those are really good deals right there uh, to be able to. I, I don't know who you would run it back with, though, Rob. Who would you run that back with? Berrios? <laughs> I might have to. Um, maybe Michael Carter. Uh, he's he's seemed to the Bucks. You know, like I said, they're not they're great against running backs, but he can he could catch a lot of passes, uh, especially in negative game script. So, and since DraftKings is you know PPR, he's at only fifty one hundred, which is pretty cheap compared to most running backs. So, Michael Carter is probably my would be my favorite run back among them. Mm-hmm. No, I look forward to your article about all those things uh, this week, whenever you put that out, either late Friday, early Saturday, Thursday, mm-hmm. sometimes you kind of get to it at different times, but at Norton0723, and he'll have that article right up there posted at one of these times. Let's look over here at Atlanta going against Buffalo in Buffalo. This game total started out at 49. Now it's dropped down to 44. Buffalo was favored by eight and a half. Buffalo is now favorite. Is that right? 114 points, Rob. 114 points is what Buffalo... <laughs> no, just 14. Just 14 points is what our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook has them uh, favored by. I, I This this has Matt Ryan like like a backdoor cover written all over it. But at the same time, Buffalo, because Buffalo is coming down from that emotional win they had against New England, I don't trust Buffalo really in some of these situations. They've kind of laid an egg sometimes. I remember back to the Jaguars game. Uh, and, and so th- this is really stuck in my head, and it kind of scares me, especially with 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 uh, Matt Ryan playing quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. But this is what I know. I know it's very windy in Buffalo, especially this time of year. It's cold this time of year as well. And Matt Ryan is not indoors. Matt Ryan does not have the arm strength to be able to get the ball downfield. I I almost want to take Buffalo, but I can't take 14 points. I'll have to take Atlanta. I would want to pass on this game if I could, but I'll uh, I, I'll take Atlanta just because we ain't scared here on pick and pick skin winners. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I kind of feel the same way. There was a pod I was listening to talking talking about a similar you know thing where the Bills you know last week they had the Patriots and it was almost like they really wanted to stick it to them for that last for that previous game where the Patriots won and they only what they only threw like three passes I think it was the whole game and so it looked it seemed like they it was an emotional game they were really heavily invested and this game's kind of like somewhat I mean not not that any game's meaningless but it's somewhat you know uh, it seems like a perfect letdown spot for the Bills who you know Josh Allen's a great quarterback but he plays very inconsistently um, you know one week he can look like the best player in the league and then another week he can throw four picks so this does seem like a spot where the falcons can uh keep it close and and cover i think you are right arizona at dallas the dallas cowboys are fantastic one of these days i'm going to get you to put defenses in that baby bowl for us uh <laughs> dallas would have been a great choice last week they were they were just racking up their offense would have been really good as well arizona is kind of backing into the end of the season right now they they ended up in the playoffs but they're just losing they're losing i don't know i don't want to say it's deandre hopkins either because i don't think that deandre hopkins he was injured most of the year he, he didn't have a huge impact on 
on the team, in my personal opinion. Every time I tuned in, it seemed like DeAndre was standing on the sidelines until it got into the 10, 15-yard range, the red zone, and then he'd come out there, and we know that he demanded the ball then, and he's a great end zone target, so why not Why not throw it to him? Right now, this game total is uh, start out at 52. It's now at 52 still. Dallas was favored by 2.5. Now Dallas is favored by 5.5. Rob, who do you take in this game before I tell you who I take? So this game is tricky to me because I have an irrational love for, <laughs> for Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think he's just an incredible player um, and he's so fun to watch, but these two teams are two of the fastest paced teams. It makes me want to take the over, but both of these teams have been so inconsistent, so up and down. Dallas has, you know, last week Dallas uh, looked like the best team in the league and that defense, like you said, has been playing so well. So I think I want to take, um, I think I want to take Dallas, even even uh, favored by five and a half, and I think I want to take the over. Okay, I I can I I like the over a lot. I I hear what you're saying on that one because Arizona's defense has really not been great over the last couple of weeks. I'm going to go ahead and take Arizona. I like okay. the field. I like the turf that uh, Kyler is going to be playing on. I think this is going to help him kind of remember his college days a little bit, you know, playing in Dallas. And I, I'm sure he played there a time or two. I, I go back and double check me on that if you want to fact check me. But I, I'm almost positive he played there a time or two. I think it, I think it just takes him and puts him in a good place. And I don't think that they're going to end up losing all those games. And let's face it, Dallas, Dallas might be thinking they're a little bit too big for their britches with that big victory last week against Washington. Here we go. Carolina, New Orleans. This game total started out at 48. It's dropped down to 39 with the news that Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. New Orleans was favored by six and a half. They're still favored by six and a half points. I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for New Orleans, whether or not that'll be Taysom Hill, whether or not it'll be that rookie that didn't do all that great last week, whether or not it's going to be Alvin Kamara because they need a victory. And so why not just (laughs) run the Wildcat with Alvin Kamara? I will take New Orleans. And uh, that's fine. Laying six and a half, that's fine. I'll take New Orleans. It's 39 points. Boy, what do you do with 39 points? I'll just leave that alone. I'll I'll take New Orleans in this one. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. Darnold being in there. This game's just, just, I'm not looking forward to this game. Um, Just from a a watching perspective, especially if Taysom Hill doesn't play. I mean, we saw Ian Book last week look horrendous. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I I will. I'm expecting Taysom Hill to play though, mm-hmm. and so if Taysom Hill plays, I'm gonna take the New Orleans. But I also kind of want to leave alone the over under because Taysom Hill's kind of a guy that runs more than he passes. So as we talked about before, that kind of runs time off the clock. Um, it's slower moving the ball down the field, and then Sam Darnold hasn't looked good this year, so. I don't think either team is really going to be putting up a ton of points. Um, there is a guy, I kind of like the value if you're playing DraftKings, Deontay Harris this week. He's the minimum. Um, mm-hmm. He's the absolute minimum. So he's uh, coming back and he, he should play, you know, a pretty good role, um, especially if Taysom Hill is, is in there. Uh, Deontay Harris could be a guy that, you know, if you need to save some salary, put a minimum wide receiver in there at 3K and, uh, you know, that could be a punt play that you that allows you to spend up on some other guys. Yeah, and Taysom likes to – they usually run those screen plays whenever he's in there, or even that quick little shovel pass to somebody, and, mm-hmm. and that guy is always the guy to get in. He is fast, man. He is one of the yep. fastest guys in the league. Philadelphia at Washington. 
Washington is still licking their wounds from last week. This game was total start out at 44 and a half. It's still at 44 and a half. But at the beginning of the week, Washington was favored by three and a half. Now Philadelphia is favored by three and a half. I don't know that Philadelphia has any healthy running backs. And I think actually Washington's getting a lot of their team back, either off of protocols or off of injury concerns and everything. But Rob, when you're throwing punches at each other on the sideline, granted they went to college together, the Washington football team guys did. And so I could see how they're kind of poking fun at each other or kind of getting in each other's faces. They got a history there. But man, it still seems like that team is in turmoil and Philadelphia is playing really, really good football right now. And it seems like offensively they're clicking. Defensively they're clicking. And Washington is not. It's on the road. I wish I wish it was the beginning of the week. I wish I would have grabbed that stuff at the beginning of the week, Rob. I I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna take Philadelphia. I don't care. I'm gonna take the better point. I'm gonna take the better team, but I think it's gonna end up being Washington. <laughs> yeah, I can understand why you're why you're torn because it, it is and the thing with Taylor Heineke is that, you know, we've seen him play so good at times and then like we've seen games like last week where he's throwing pick sixes and you know just just things are in in bad shape so i think philadelphia's defense has been playing a little bit better they've been opportunistic darius slay has had a lot uh, you know a lot of big plays living up to his name um i do think you know they're going to get after heineke a bit their defensive line's pretty good and i do think jalen hurts you know miles sanders is banged up but i think jordan howard's going to go and i think the tandem of jordan howard and boston scott along with jalen hurts is going to be kind of too much for them Devontae Smith has been playing pretty well. Dallas Goddard has been playing pretty well. I'm, I'm going to take uh, Philadelphia, and I'd probably take the over, actually, just because I think there could be some a bunch of big plays in this one, considering how both both uh, quarterbacks like to play. Oh, the sneaky over. I like how you're doing the sneaky over, Rob. <laughs> uh, Rob Norton, that's Norton0723 over there. The daddy of the baby bowl is here with me, joining me on Pick and Pink Skin Winter Podcast here on Aaron Torres Media. All right, Kansas City at Cincinnati. I think Joe Burrow is still throwing the football right now as we talk on Wednesday after his big, huge Sunday afternoon that he had against those Baltimore Ravens. But Kansas City's coming into town. Kansas City's defense is just red hot. They are on fire. This this game total started out at 49 and a half. Now the game total is, start, is, is up at 51 points. Kansas City was favored by seven and a half. And after that huge Sunday afternoon that Cincinnati had, it's dropped down to five points. Five points. Rob, I like the over. I know I said I, the Kansas City's defense is playing real good. I like the over in this one because when shootouts start, you can't stop them. And, and I think both of these teams can score a lot of points in a hurry, and they're going to go back and forth, back and forth. I, I like the over in this one, and I will take I will take Kansas City. They are playing really good football. Yep, I'm in lockstep with you. I, I pretty much agree with everything you said. That's the thing is, so I I don't I don't know this 100% for sure, but I thought I had seen or heard that Cincinnati, even though they've been playing really well, they've been a little bit lucky in terms of like, you know, mm-hmm points against their their true plus minus um things like that so i do think with how kansas city's defense is playing and you know mahomes is getting back kelsey likely i believe he was activated today um so they should be at full strength on both sides really um i'm gonna take the over i'm gonna take uh, kansas city okay well we'll do that next one jacksonville at new england 
Okay, this is I always look for this, Rob. Um, you know, we got that great DraftKings offer where you put five dollars on the money line and you get two hundred dollars back to be able to spend over there at DraftKings Sportsbook. I really appreciate Aaron Torres working so hard at getting an offer like that for all the pick and pigskin winner family. I also appreciate DraftKings Sportsbook opening that up to the pick and pigskin winner family. It's always wonderful. Thank you, by the way, pick and pigskin winner family, for subscribing to the podcast, for liking the podcast, for downloading the podcast, for spreading the news out there to other people. I've been bringing in all kinds of people from the Twitter world to be able to let you hear different perspectives, let you uh, pick their brain a little bit. And I've appreciated all the comments and the great comments and concerns and everything that you've had about all those people that have been on here. But Rob, this, I always look for games. I always look out for the listeners because they're family, right? Listeners do not put $5 down on the Jacksonville Jaguar money line to be able to win this game against the New England Patriots. <laughs> I, I it, you know, we, we had the $1 get a hundred and what team's not going to score one point and all that stuff before, but, but now we're looking at $5 on the money line. Jacksonville Jaguars will not win this game. Now this point total started out at 43 and a half. It's gone down to 41 and a half. New England was favored by five and a half. Now New England, Rob is favored by 15 points. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? I, is, is this, are they college teams nowadays? What are we doing? Is this a college bowl game now? I don't. I don't understand what's going on, Rob. I was say it might as well be Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence. Um, oh, yeah. But, so it'll be interesting to see those guys go at it. Considering Lawrence was the you know first overall pick, and Mac Jones was kind of the guy that was pushed aside, and and really the roles have been reversed this year in terms of how they played. So. It's definitely going to be interesting um, just from that perspective. I think that's the only interesting perspective in this game because, like you said, this game just looks ugly. I mean, Patriots don't, you know, they play a brand of football where they get it done, but it's not exciting. And the Jags, they play football. So I guess so there's there's that. And it's with that 15, you never like to take 15. I don't think I would I I would just kind of avoid that. I'd probably take the under, though. Um, just because yeah. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game with the way these teams play, and so I, I I like the under, but in terms of picking, you know, I guess I would take New Orleans or New England if uh, forced to, but I, I just don't like taking a team with given fifteen points. Well, you're forced to, and so you're taking New England here. Or picking <laughs> yeah. We ain't scared. Hey, what's the backup running back's name? Because Robinson's no longer in there for Jacksonville. Is it o- Way or what is his name? <laughs> yeah, Dari Ogumbawale. He's a he's a, he's an interesting play um, on DraftKings a little bit. Um, he's he's more of a pass catcher. He's known he's been known you know as a pass catcher throughout his his career. And the Patriots, that's kind of a little bit of their weakness is they you know they do a decent job against the run, but they allow running backs to catch a decent amount of passes. So I wouldn't be surprised if if he ends up with a you know a decent full PPR line. And he's only five point one k on DraftKings, so. He's he's not a terrible play. I'm sorry. I got to apologize to everybody. I said that the uh, the spread was New England favored by 15. The 15 was actually the amount of interceptions Trevor Lawrence is going to play. It's the over under set <laughs> by draft. No, it's not. That's a joke. Trevor's family. I'm just kidding. I will take New England though right there. And and once again, do not put the money line bet down on the Jaguars. I'd hate for you to miss out on that great great offer offered to you by AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you make that a regular part of your viewing habits. For all the articles that are over there, you can find. 
find all the different podcasts over there as well. But bookmark that stuff on your phone. Bookmark that over there on your computer. Uh, put a little notification tab on there too, or, or hit the notification tab so that you can always get that DFS Flash podcast, Aaron Torres podcast. You can get the Pick and Pick Skin Winner podcast as well, and all the different articles that get written over there at AaronTorresOnline.com. Make sure you check that out each and every week. Miami. Why not do it every day, Rob? I, you know, just just check it out every day. Why did I say? Week? I agree. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess because we just do one podcast a week. I do one podcast. Miami at Tennessee. Listen to this one. This is this is a funny one. The game total started out at forty-seven. It's dropped all the way down to forty points. Forty. That's a seven-point swing with Miami and Tennessee. Miami. Looked like they were playing great lights out ball against New Orleans last week on Monday night, and they were moving the ball a little bit. Uh, Tua looks good, Waddle looks good, but against Tennessee, this game total dropped all the way down to forty. Tennessee was favored by three. Now Tennessee is favored by three and a half on this one, Rob. I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think that game total is low enough. I think it could go even lower because both of these defenses are good. Both of these offenses like to keep the drives alive, keep the clock moving. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. To me, this is going to be in the 30s. I will take uh, the hook. The hook is getting me in each and every one of these games. Three and a half, I was supposed to take Miami. When it's three and a half uh, on Tennessee, I was supposed to take Miami on that one because the hook is there. But, man, I got a little passion for the Tennessee Titans. You know, I like them a lot. Uh, I'll take Miami. Uh, They're playing good football. I'll take Miami. Interesting. I, I've, I'm kind of like pure opposite on this one. Um, okay. So I, I think you make some good points with it. I just, I do think that the Tennessee, I, I think Tennessee's weakness on defense is their secondary. They've, they've sure. done a great job stopping the run. They've been one of the, the best run defenses. It seems like in the NFL. And I don't know if that's just because teams know they can pass or if it's because they do a great job at it at stopping the run. But Miami has been one of the worst run offenses in the NFL. So I kind of think their strength is passing with, you know, Tua hitting those, those, uh, short and intermediate passes to Waddle and Gasicki and those guys. Um, so I kind of like where their strength matches up with the weakness of, of Tennessee's defense. So I, I do think there's, I do think both teams will be able to score some points. I kind of like the over in this one. Um, in terms of the line, I actually like Tennessee, uh, to to win this game, you know, by more than three and a half. So I think I'm going to take the over and I'm going to take Tennessee. Yeah, and see, like that hook, even with the Philadelphia game a little bit earlier mm-hmm. at Washington, I hated taking Philadelphia because it's three and a <laughs> half, you know. So it's like if, if a late field goal doesn't do me any good for Philadelphia yep. to win that game. And I think this is the same scenario here. You're supposed to take that uh, other team uh, opposite of the hook. You know, there's something else. It, I was thinking about how good of a coach Mike Frabel is. Well, I've seen a lot of talk about uh, Flores being possible head coach of the year as well. Uh, both of these coaches are fantastic, outstanding. They know how to scheme really well. That's why I just like the under in this one. So uh, kind of a, a real good matchup, not necessarily mm-hmm. on paper. I don't think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good football matchup, not a good fantasy matchup, Rob. Yeah, I think so. I think you you nailed it on that. Denver traveling to Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles – arrived in Los Angeles a week early because they sure didn't show up to show, play the Houston Texans. That was that was just a terrible game. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what they were thinking. It has to be a great deal over there on the money line with Denver because 90% of the public is taking Denver right now on the money line. I do not suggest that. I don't know that I could be that confident with Drew Lockett quarterback 
playing mm. against a Los Angeles Chargers secondary who hasn't been terrible. I mean, they're, they're just not a terrible team. They did get lit up against Houston. This game total started out at 45. It's gone up to 46. The Chargers were favored by three. Now they're favored by six and a half, Rob. I don't understand the jump to six and a half. I wish I would have got it at three a lot better, a lot sooner. If Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater is quarterback, this changes the whole outlook of the game. But I think Drew Locke is going to end up being in there. I'll take the Chargers in a must-win situation at home. I, I just will. The The locker room is a mess there in Denver. Nobody likes uh, Fangio anymore in Denver. I think that I'll take the Chargers. I guess I'll take the Chargers. Yeah, this is an interesting one. As I, I agree, um, the difference between Locke and Bridgewater is is drastic. Considering how Locke Locke just is a gunslinger, he he's he's going to force the ball down the field uh, more often than not and make a lot of mistakes. So you know, if Locke's in there, I do kind of actually like the over, just because there's he makes big plays happen, whether it's pick sixes or big <laughs> down down the field shots. So. Um, I like both teams to score a lot if Locke's in there. If he's not in there, I'm a lot more questionable on that. The Chargers are an, such an interesting team because it seems like for years they've they've done this where they they look like they're one of the best teams in the league. They're kind of like the Cowboys in that sense where they look like one of the best teams in the league one week and then they get shellacked by the, the Texans the following week. So I think it was our guy, Bo time we were talking about earlier. We were talking with earlier the year. He was saying that, the Chargers were like his favorite pick to win the Super Bowl and that he thought they had one of the best on-paper rosters in the NFL. So, and I kind of agree with him in that sense. So, and Herbert's been incredible in the sophomore year. So I think what I, if, as long as Locke plays, I'm going to take the over and I'm going to take the Chargers. Okay. All right. I'll take the over Chargers. I'll write that down. I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you said that about Bo big time because I was try- I've been trying to think of who it was that I really respected in the industry, and Bo's one of those guys that I really respect in the industry. And I was talking about Sony Michelle, and I think it was on that podcast that you and I did earlier this year. And I talked about how I saw something in Sony Michelle. It looked like he had something to prove. It looked like he was very quick this year, uh, had a little bounce to his step and everything. And Bo's like, ah, I, <laughs> kinda, I was like, oh, man, I just sounded really dumb against <laughs> to, to Bo McDickie. <laughs> like, I really sounded dumb. Like, I don't sound dumb all the time to everybody each and every week. Uh, but but <laughs> I was glad Sony Michelle has kind of panned out. And, and by no means am I going to ever say, I told you so, Bo. I ain't going to say that. <laughs> I guess I just did. All right, Houston at San Francisco. This the, the Houston Texans, they are all over it this year. They this is their time of the season. They love playing the underdog. They love coming out here in the in the end of the season when everybody counts about and showing something. Davis Mills, who is this Davis Mills and where in the world did he come from? I don't know. I don't care. Houston was was uh in the hole by 13 and a half. Now San Francisco is favored by 13. This game started uh, game total started out at 40 six downs at 44 and a half i'm taking houston until they prove me wrong for the rest of the year i will take houston and whatever points i could get is absolutely fine with me yeah it's interesting i'm i'm really surprised that this is such a big spread considering that we don't know for sure i mean it it seems very very likely that trey lance is gonna start yeah um and he's only made he's made one start this year and he's had one he had one game before that where he came on in relief and you know he still looked raw as a passer he's obviously electric as a runner too um so i actually do i agree i like i like taking houston with the points um 
in terms of the over under, I kind of just want to steer clear of that. I don't, I don't know, really know what to expect because it's so drastically different with uh, those quarterbacks in, but I do expect Trey Lance to play. And the thing that I'm, I'm going to go with is Trey Lance plays, you play him in DraftKings. If you're playing, if you're playing your double ups, your, you know, your cash game style formats, your double ups, your head to heads, you, you play Trey Lance. I mean, he's 4.8 K on DraftKings and, and don't get cute. I mean, this guy could run for a hundred plus yards and score, you know, three X his, his salary just with his legs alone. So you, you play Trey Lance in your, in your, uh, and, cash and games this week. And we're playing him naked, right? I mean, we're, we're not, he, he's not, we're not passing him, matching him up with anybody off the San Francisco roster. Right. So when I'm, yeah. And when I'm playing, um, cash games, I don't even have to put a, a pass catcher of his in, but if it, it, so at all, when I'm even, and even in tournaments, um, I have no problem playing him naked like that. If I was to play him, um, if I was to do a stack, in tournaments, it's a single. You will. I. I will not do a double stack with him. I just don't think he has enough passing, pure passing upside to support two pass catchers, let alone trying to pick the two pass catchers that it will be. Especially when we already know that uh, Kittle is going to be expensive, Debo is going to be expensive, Ayuk has been creeping up in price too. So you know, just for the prices, I. I might not play anyone. I might play him naked, like you said. Or if I do play, it's going to be one. One guy. Hmm. Okay, so if I understand this right, you're going to be playing uh, Trey Lance naked and probably running it back with sexy Rexy Burkhead. Okay, well, that sounds good, For Rob. Sure. Let's move on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Detroit at Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks have quit. They they quit. by the way, oh, let me let me jump back over here because I want to make sure everybody understands that Houston, that the public is 86 percent betting right now on the Houston Texans, not the money line necessarily. They are putting 72 percent on the money line, but that's probably a really good deal. But 86 percent against the spread right now on the te- that's not going to surprise me if this point total drops down to nine, eight, seven points. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't go quite that far this late in the week, but man, it won't surprise me at all if it drops down in there. So I think we're getting really good value right there. Detroit at Seattle. This total started out at 45. Now it's dropped down to 43. Uh, Seattle was favored by nine and a half. Now Seattle is favored by seven. 71% of the public is betting on Detroit to cover, to be able to cover that spread or not cover that spread, but uh, with the points, Detroit with the points on this one. And I'm going to go right there with them, especially if Jared Goff plays. Seattle's, Seattle's done. They're on vacation. I think they're already trying to book their trips to Cancun and everything. Uh, Russell Wilson, he said they're trying to put out feelers for who he's going to play for next year already. Give me Detroit on this one. I think this is easy, squeezy, lemon peasy. Yep, I'm right there with you. It seems like Detroit, seems like Dan Campbell is a guy that the the Lions seem like they love playing for him. They love playing hard for him. Um, he gets them motivated, it seems like, when they don't really have anything besides their jobs to be motivated for. So they, I, I like, I'm right there lockstep with you. And it looks like Russell Wilson is, is definitely eyeing up where he wants to go next year. It looks like Pete Carroll, you know, it might be the end of the Pete Carroll era. Mm. Um, yeah, so so I, I definitely like that. I kind of like Rashad Penny a little bit this week as well in DraftKings. He's, he's been playing really well. Uh, late in the season he seems like he's got you know a contract to play for and Detroit's been kind of one of the worst run defenses in the league as well so um, I kind of I kind of like him and then if Swift plays too he's he's fairly cheap if he comes back and and gets a full workload Seahawks like you said they've they've quit kind of on both sides of the ball and plus they've been one of the worst defenses you know even before this so um, 
Swift could have a really nice game if he gets his normal workload. Yeah, and, and with his injury just being a shoulder injury, he wouldn't come back to play if he wasn't going to get a workload. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, why, why come back and even bother with that this time of year without a for not a non playoff contending team? And I think that well, I don't know how much he was. I think it was six K maybe or something mm-hmm. like that over there on DraftKings. But uh, yes, I agree with you. I'm not going to be scared to play DeAndre Swift in a couple of lineups. I don't want to get burned by that one. I don't want to get burned. But uh, <laughs> let's look over here at the next game: the Rams and Baltimore Ravens. Last week, Baltimore Ravens got stomped. The Rams kind of had a weird week last week. I think they played on Tuesday, and then they had to turn around again and play on Sunday. I should have known better than to put Matthew Stafford in a lot of lineups that I had on DraftKings. I should have known better. It was between him and Burrow, and I put I put Stafford in too many of them. I'll be honest with you. I would I would have wanted so much better on DraftKings uh, Daily Fantasy if I would have put uh, Burrow in there. But this is this one I want to bring up because. This goes back to our baby bowl playoff stuff that we were talking about earlier in the game or earlier in the podcast, because the Rams are a team that I believe are favored probably in the playoff matchups that they're going to have. And I think that they're going to go pretty deep in the playoffs. So for Mm -hmm. baby bowl purposes, when we talk about a elimination tournament where you can only pick one player each week and once you pick him, he you can no longer choose him anymore. So I'm going to steer clear of probably those. Rams players that first week because I want to extend them into the baby bowl playoffs. I'm right in thinking that way, right, Rob? Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's always tough. Um, Obviously it's going to depend on the matchup and how they're playing kind of at the time. So Mm -hmm. we'll have to see, but I I do agree with you. I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. So I do kind of think they're going to go far. And like you said, when we're playing those, that kind of format, you want to have as many guys as possible for as long as possible. So, you know, it's ideal to pick, players that do well but their team also loses so so yeah I, I agree with you you know what else i do and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let the cat out of the bag right now okay i'm gonna let the cat out of the bag i like to pick all afc teams or i like to pick yeah. all nfc teams until the end and then i got all the other teams to choose or all that whole other side to choose from so then at least i got some players in the game you know what i mean like at least i got a shot yeah, I I've, I was actually talking to uh, someone, one of my buddies who's never done this before, and and he's uh, he's fairly new to fantasy in general. So I was kind of giving him a little bit of tips, and I told him that's that I I have that strategy somewhat. Um, I kind of limit it a little a little bit to just quarterbacks. I generally like last year I played basically all AFC quarterbacks, and just to yeah. guarantee myself that I wouldn't have used both quarterbacks that that. Uh, get in the Super Bowl. So then I had Tom Brady left available for the Super Bowl. Um, So I told him, I was like, you know, you, you might want to kind of do that kind of strategy to guarantee yourself. Cause otherwise you could have, you could get to the Super Bowl and all you have left is backup quarterbacks. So it's, 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 it's a tough spot to be in, especially if you're trying to hang on to a lead. Yeah, I can't wait for that baby bowl playoffs. You can check it out over there uh, on Rob's pin tweet at Norton zero seven, two, three. How much is entry fee, Rob? $20. Twenty dollars. Well, that, that's easy. That's easy. And uh, half of it goes to charity. Which charities? Mm-hmm. So we are doing uh, March of Dimes and Ashley's Embrace. Okay. So uh, and then the other half goes into the prize pool. And each week somebody wins that prize pool. Uh, I think it goes out to the first three contest or th- first three places, right? You said. I'm sorry. Say that again. Each each week, uh, the top three finishers get a piece of that prize pool. Um, each week, top top score gets. Uh, oh, okay. Top uh, score. Yeah. Top score okay. gets a piece of the prize pool, and then depending on how many people, if we get if we get over that hundred, um, it goes into a different tier in terms of the overall. Yeah, and then uh, then at the end of the at the end of the playoffs, somebody wins the whole kit and caboodle, whatever's left, right? Yep. 
Yep. Okay. All right. That sounds good. All right. This this Ram uh, Baltimore game, the point total started out at forty two and a half. It's gone up to forty six and a half. Baltimore at the beginning of the week was favored by three. Don't ask me why. Uh, and then the Rams now DraftKings Sportsbook has them favored by three and a half on this one. Rob, the hooks got. I, I don't. I'm not scared of the hook. I I don't care if it's Lamar. You know, I if it's Lamar playing quarterback, I'm really comfortable with Los Angeles winning this game outright. If it's what what's his name, Josh Johnson, who ended up filling in for everybody last week. Mm-hmm. If he's playing quarterback, I'm confident. But if it's the other guy, who's the other guy? Uh, Tyler Huntley. If it's Tyler Huntley, it makes me a little bit scared, but he's coming off of COVID. A lot of people react differently coming off of COVID, so maybe he'll be a little bit winded or whatever. I'll take Los Angeles either way. I ain't scared. Yeah, I'm with you. I it, I, I kind of find it interesting the way that the 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 game total went up, but the, the line switched. Mm-hmm. It's almost because I would have expected it to be the other way around. I would have expected the Rams to be favored, and then – the game total to go up as they thought maybe that Lamar is going to return and then it would have switched. Um, but yeah, I, I think that ultimately um, I'm going to take the Rams as well and I'll take the over. I just think the Rams offense is too good. Um, the Rams defense is pretty good, but I do think the the Ravens offense is pretty good as well. I think both teams can put up some points and I think the, the Ravens defense has been decimated. So um, I'm going to take the over, and I'm going to take the Rams. Cooper Cup, almost a 10K player on DraftKings. Almost. We we haven't <laughs> had one all year long. He's almost getting there, 9,500. But still, play Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup yep. always. Cooper Cup always. Minnesota at Green Bay, 44.5 is what this game total started out as. Now it's up to 47.5. Green Bay was favored by 6. Now Green Bay is favored by 6.5. What's the rule of thumb, Robbie, for playing Kirk Cousins in primetime? What's the rule of thumb? Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not. I'm not going to. Green Bay in this one all the way, all day. I think it's going to be really, really cold there too. I I, I want to take the under in that one since it's just going to be a really, really miserable environment. Everybody's going to want to get off the field. There's not going to be any penalties called. There's not. Just keep the clock going. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of locked up with you. I think. I think we're at a point where Rodgers and Brady are are kind of seem like they're the front runners for MVP and, and Rogers has kind of had this, you know, been on this war path starting from last year to prove to, you know, front office that he's, he's, he's the best player. They're screwing up by not listening to him. So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes out and lays it on, on the Vikings. And, and I've actually been, you know, a big supporter of Kirk cousins, but he does seem to kind of fold in those bigger, bigger games. So, um, I do I do like Green Bay, and uh, I do like the under. I will take it as well. All right, Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Here's your team, Rob. The Brownies <laughs> against Pittsburgh and Ben Roethlisberger's last game. I, I would typically say you got to take Ben Roethlisberger in his last home game. There ain't no way that they're going to let him lose that game. No way. No shot is he going to lose that game. But, man, they don't play good football. And, man, the Cleveland Browns defense plays really good football, and they are desperate for a win. They're not eliminated from the playoffs yet, right, Rob? Yeah, I don't believe so. I think they're still alive. So, yeah, and I don't think Pittsburgh win. is either. But that Cleveland defense just scares me so much against a terrible, atrocious Pittsburgh Steeler offensive line. 
Unless unless this game is rigged, I don't know if I could say that even on the air. I, I have no idea. I don't know if I could say that or not. But unless this game is rigged, I can't see how Cleveland does not win this game. The hook is going to probably get me in this one too. The point total started out at forty three and a half. It's dropped down to forty one. Pittsburgh was favored by one and a half. Now Cleveland is favored by three and a half. That hook will probably get me again, guys. So I'll take Cleveland. I wish I could take it in a teaser or something like that just to move that line a little bit more. But uh, I'll take Cleveland. And I don't. I don't. I. I don't know. I'll take. I. I want to take the under, but I. I can't take the under. I know it's that's kind of how I feel. Anytime it's a Steelers Browns game, I always feel like it's going to be a, you know, a run run heavy, smash mouth game. It's just like those two kind of teams mentality, and I always want to take the under, but forty one. That's just it's just low. So I'll. I actually will probably take the over, and I'll take. I'll take Cleveland. I can't. Go! I can't pick those Steelers. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to pick the Steelers in that. And I, I do think Chubb ha- is in a nice spot to have like a really big game. The Steelers okay. have been, you know, just getting killed on the ground. So, and Chubb, I think, is one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. And as long as you know our line's healthy, I think we're going to try to definitely feed him a lot with how inconsistent and you know banged up Baker Mayfield's been throughout the second half of the year, especially. So. I expect the Browns to lean heavily on Chubb, and I'll probably take the over and, and the Browns. I would not expect you to. I, I don't think you could utter the words, I'll take Pittsburgh. I don't think you could say <laughs> that, especially here on Pick and Pick Skin Winners on Aaron Torres Media. You can't say that. Rob, it's a whole new audience for you, and I can't wait for that audience to respond over there to the Baby Bowl uh, Fantasy Playoffs, uh, the, the Playoff Edition over there on your pin tweet, at Norton0723 over there. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on, and I look forward to those articles that you write each and every week. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was, it was fun uh, talking with you and, and going through the games. Yeah, and I can't wait to beat you in baby pool. I had to say it because I get the last <laughs> word. And, <laughs> no, I do appreciate all your efforts, and thank you so much for letting me be a part of that. And listen, everybody, I appreciate you as well. Taking your time out to download this podcast, Pick and Pick Skin Winners over on Aaron Torres Media. I appreciate you subscribing to this podcast and also the sister podcast that we have on the DFS Flash podcast with J.B. Barry. He's doing a wonderful job over there. Uh, I love playing in different DFS tournaments with him as well, and he's been doing a fantastic job. Me and him are like neck and neck. I think I'm going to challenge him to a DFS duel one of these days, which ought to be really fun. And thank you so much for sharing Aaron Torres podcast as well. I've listened to the last couple of episodes of his, uh, made sure I listened to him because they, you know how it is. You got so many podcasts and everything. It's hard to listen to all of them. And Aaron Torres does a fantastic job with his sports takes, with his opinions that he puts out there. And it's a fast moving podcast as well. So I really appreciate that. All those articles that are over on AaronTorresOnline.com are worth reading each and every day. Thank you so much for doing that and thank you for looking at the DraftKings special that we have going on as well where you can put $5 on any money line and you can win $200 if your team wins. Thank you so much for subscribing and as always we want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. As I said before, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Wyoming, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia, 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona, or call true call or text Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-889. 9789 in Tennessee. You got to be 21 or older to place any kind of minimum bet of $5. 